0: Have you ever been under the influence of way too many white claws and now you're driving around and you've lifted Ford F-150 pickup truck, but but you just threw up all over your dash? Well, come on down to Home Depot. (laughs) Home Depot has all your cleaning needs. Like (laughs) Lysol wipes. (laughs) Mops. (laughs) Get that puke off your dash, (laughs) welcome back if you're new here welcome to the Ticket ripper podcast my name as always has been kameen your humble host the greatest host of all time coming at you alive and well from kyle uh now <laughs> i'm moving all over the place baby but we still in texas i can see the heb from my window that's how texas i am right now literally if you look out of my window right now you can see I I kid you not, you will see a field of cows and an H-E-B, so you tell me, (laughs) you tell me I'm not the most Texas baby right now, for some reason, when I moved here, my Toyota Camry already lifted itself two inches, it's very strange, very strange, but I think I'm becoming more Texas, Uh, oh, that was weird, that was strange. Um, anyway, uh, c- continuing on with the podcast, if you're wondering, because I know I said I was going to do these more often. Oh, Benji, Oh, where's the content? Um, and I know I tweeted that I was going to give you content and I didn't. Well, if you need an explanation, here goes. Uh, I told you all that I've been living in a cult house for the, the mul- multiple, years now. Uh, and well, uh, what happened the last month was this uh my cult house went to uh we jo- we joined a uh a, a, a festival um it, it was called cultcon uh kind of like you know twitchcon or you know comiccon like all those things where like you know a bunch of people of like communities like just show up it was, except in this case it was cults um and anyway so uh we went to cultcon uh and the you know during the 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 cult volleyball game Um, Well, the team, the the team just had some, some differences. So, uh, I mean, the cult, the cult split up, Um, you know, uh, they kicked me out. Uh, They said I wasn't even good at making muffins anyway. Uh, So, yeah, there's that. Uh, So now I'm not in a cult anymore. Um, I had to go find my own apartment. Uh, So here I am in Kyle. Uh, Now, the thing they don't tell you guys about a cult is it's actually kind of nice not (laughs) being No no no. I I'm, I I love it. I love my apartment. Um but we're moved in and this is the first time that I've gotten an opportunity that I feel like I could just sit and talk in front of a microphone about things that don't matter. So without further ado, let's get down to it. Um, I'm going to talk about trailers. The majority of this episode is going to be about trailers. And then maybe a little bit about Dune. Because Dune is great, but I'm not going to talk about the most boring movie of the year. For all, it wasn't that boring. It wasn't boring at all. I loved it. But I'm not going to talk about this. Like, it, there's I have nothing bad to say about it. So it's not going to be very entertaining. Um, but I'm not going to talk about it the entire time. What I want to talk about is some of these trailers. Because it's been a minute. And so, some trailers like there there've been a good amount of trailers that came out. Um, first one I want to talk about, just to get it out of the way, is Flash. We got a teaser trailer for the Flash uh, a while back, um, and I haven't talked about it. Uh, it's garbage. Um, the, the the suit, whatever they did to his his uh, Flash man suit, his Speedy Boy suit, it's it's trash. Uh, to be frank, uh, it, it, it doesn't look good his head looks about two times wider than it should be. And, and like, it's glowing now. Like last thing I needed on this thing was RGBs. Like it was cooler before, uh, whoever's handling the flashes. I mean, they need to get new art directors. Uh, the, my favorite part of that flash teaser trailer was the part where, uh, at the end it says in pre-production or in production, because that means that they could still change it. Um, uh, change that, change that suit guy. Hey, uh what's what's the name of the of the director hey andy machete change that suit guy uh because <laughs> it ain't it but it, that that suit ain't it like that's just just, just that's just the way it's going to be my guy um next trailer i want to talk about because this one was the most disappointing for me was the batman we've been waiting for a while to get an actual batman trailer uh and i think this is going to be like one of the final ones if i'm correct uh hopefully they give us another one um Everybody was freaking out about like, oh, we get to see more of like the Batman and all of this kind of stuff. Personally, I hated it. I hated it. I ca- I cannot explain. I cannot put into words how much I hated that trailer it was terrible the edit was horrible the music was terrible it 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 felt like a fan-made trailer and it didn't help that for some reason my apple tv played it in 480p at the first like minute and a half because <laughs> our cult internet was terrible for some reason right up right up at the end the cult i don't know i don't know if like the cult started watching like 4k a lot but our internet was lacking um but the batman the trailer was terrible, (laughs) the Batman trailer was horrible, Uh, it, it, I, literally, I was watching it, and I was expecting to be, like, freaking out, because I do that, Uh, sometimes I, sometimes I freak out, and I jump out of my bed, uh, ask my wife, uh, spouse, um, but in this situation, I, I, it didn't grab me, dude, it didn't grab me, it was just, it felt like just, it literally felt like that, it was just more, more footage from what I saw last time, and, it was just kind of disappointing. I was just like this wasn't this wasn't hot. Like this was not hot. Like this is the trailer that I've been waiting for, my guy? This is what you're going to give me? That ain't it. Okay, fam? That ain't it. So, yeah, Batman trailer. Unfortunately, I'm not a fan. If you like it, go ahead, but you're a moron. Um <laughs> watch the trailer. I swear to you, watch the trailer. The vibes just aren't there, man. Especially for a Batman movie. The the teaser trailer was better than this one. But I feel like the teaser trailer now watching it, this trailer, I feel like the teaser trailer only worked because it was a teaser trailer. <laughs> because everything else just ended up being kind of underwhelming. And also it didn't help that whoever made the trailer needs to be fired because it was a horrible edit. Like it was, it just felt very mixed, mixed mashed. None of it lined up. I was just like, this is the this, this was uninspired. Um, So, yeah, Batman trailer, unfortunately, uh, didn't didn't work out. Didn't work out. Um, What other trailer was there? I feel like there was another trailer. Hey, how about the fact that they're making a fifth Ice Age movie? Ain't that insane? That's nuts, huh? I, me and my wife were watching. For some reason, we decided that we didn't want to watch all of the Ice Age movies because I'm not trying to watch a movie from like 2001 right now uh (laughs) because dude i literally cannot sit through movies that were made way way back in the day if like the animation wasn't great um like weirdly pixar movies don't feel like the animation was all that bad but like here okay this is actually a really good thing to talk about so i recently just watched monsters university because it's a fantastic movie that honestly like that movie was so good i would call it a film that thing was an epic um like that that movie is gripping Uh, And if you don't think so, you're out of your mind. Monsters University is one of the greatest, like, animated movies I've ever seen in my entire life. Not even just, like, from an animation standpoint, that movie is nuts. You ever seen Monsters University? You ever seen Monsters University? From an animation standpoint, that movie is nuts. Like, I don't even know what it takes to make characters like that, but I know it couldn't have been easy. And I appreciate everything y'all did. But that movie's it's one of my favorite animated movies like toy story uh what is it toy story three through four can go to hell i didn't care for toy story three through four like oh actually you know what three was good three was good four can go to hell um but like i was not never as big of a fan of the toy stories as i was of monsters because i don't know monsters university and monsters inc just kind of gripped me you know which Monsters University, and trust me, this is going somewhere, but I'm I'm, I'm, I'm not done, you know, applauding Monsters University yet, because that movie deserves applause. If you haven't seen Monsters University, what are you doing? Like, you're a moron. That, that I saw that movie, I think, I didn't think I saw it in theaters. I think we were too cheap at the time. Uh, <laughs> so we watched it at home, probably illegally, because <laughs> we were cheap um so yeah but monsters inc because i watched monsters university uh recently and then i watched monsters inc just a couple days ago and monsters inc's animation holds up like it was it was pretty nuts like to just see how well their characters flow how the the, the voice is really just kind of like like the, it's all down to the animators like they make or break that movie and they made it dude Like, that movie was fantastic. Like, sure, it's probably not as, like, on the the place of, like, some of the movies that we have nowadays with, like, just how great they look, like, texture-wise. But as far as, like, the animation, it is flawless. Like, that animation is gorgeous on Monsters, Inc. That movie today still holds up. I, I would show, like, you could show that movie to a kid today, and they would never know that it was made, you know, what, like, I was a... I was a child when that movie came out. That movie, I think I was so young when that movie came out. We were still probably rocking VHSs at the time. That's how young I was. Like, I I think my dad bought it on DVD. But, like, I think I've seen that movie on VHS. I could be absolutely lying. Uh, I could be telling a fib. And if I am, like, sue me. What are you going to do? Take my microphone away? Uh, <laughs> but uh, Monsters, Inc. is fantastic. I, I love that movie. Uh, I always said that, um, or when, when we, when we were watching it, um, cause when I was a kid, I didn't understand the movie at all. And I'm watching, I watched it now and I was like, this is amazing. Like this movie is incredible. And then at the end of it, I never got the, the fact that like they changed the entire industry to be from scaring to joking. Um, which if you ask me if you're changing your whole industry to joking, uh, and then scares are still a thing like let let me see do i want to a traumatize a child or b uh, joke like make a kid laugh like any sane and like what you call what you call it? it's like any like uh like any moral company would say hey what if instead of like giving these kids nightmares for the rest of their life and like costing them thousands in therapy if we just like made him laugh, I would think any moral company would just go, "Yeah, let's do let's do the laughing one," because let's not let's not completely. Because re- hey man, I'm gonna be honest. If all the events of Monsters Inc. hadn't have happened in Monsters Inc., like with Randall, Boo would have been traumatized. yo. know, she would have been she would have been afraid of like invisible things for the rest of her life, like. That, that that girl would have been messed up um one of the things that uh like and one, one of the things that i always uh wanted to see uh, and i i realized uh when i watched it just the other day was that i wanted to see the after like i wanted to see this new dynamic of like oh scaring isn't the only way to get screams like jokes are way more powerful um i wanted to see all of that and so Finally, Disney Plus did that. Disney Plus made something like that possible with um, Monsters at Work, the show. And I was excited beyond all belief. I was like, I could not state, like, I, I saw it and I was like, oh, that makes sense. Like, this is what it is. It's, it's the after. And so me and my wife. Well, almost immediately after watching Monsters in Inc, we decide we want to try watching Monsters at Work. So we go ahead, we load it up, we pop that baby in. Uh, oh, for the for the youngins, pop that baby in is something we used to say when we would have to load a physical disc into a DVD player um, or VHSs. Uh, I, I think it it stands more for VHS than DVD, but it 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 or it means to say like load that movie in uh so yeah if you're too young to understand uh dvds and blu-rays uh they were they they were an old an olden time thing uh before 4k uhd with hdr 10 started streaming on disney <laughs> i literally i have never seen like it it's very sad that like literally i streamed i streamed all of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, I was going to say Caribbean, but I corrected myself because, you know, I don't know why. I'm going to talk about that right now. I don't know why, but, but like Pirates of the Caribbean was never Pirates of the Caribbean. I'm saying it Caribbean because I don't want to be, I don't want to get roasted. I say it Pirates of the Caribbean. I say it Pirates of the Caribbean when like like oh yeah dude I love Pirates of the Caribbean Jack Sparrow all that kind of stuff they're like what are you saying and I'm like Pirates of the Cari- Caribbean and they're like where are the pirates in the of the Caribbean from and I'm like the Caribbean and they're like okay so what's the name of the title I'm like Pirates of the Caribbean like I understand the Caribbean is the Caribbean but you have to understand that the pirates are from the Caribbean. <laughs> like that's literally a conversation i had with my wife and she was like i 100% agree like it was never pirates of the caribbean for me it's caribbean but the caribbean is an actual place from which the pirates are from but these pirates specifically are from the caribbean (laughs) i grew up my entire life saying pirates of the caribbean and it literally was high school i kid you not i was in a high school like high school age, probably like a sophomore, when somebody was like it's a Car- it's the Caribbean, you know that right? I'm like, Oh my God, that explains why there's like Jamaicans and whatnot <laughs> that explains why everything looks so tropical. <laughs> I was like, What world is this in and it was it's the Caribbean it was the Caribbean. I still want to say the Caribbean, because when I'm talking about the pirates, it's the Caribbean, man. Um, So yeah, like, basically, all this is to say, I've seen I never have ever in my life seen the Pirates of the Caribbean in such high quality than when I streamed it on Disney Plus, because I don't think you can even buy the Pirates of the Caribbean in 4k hdr 10 like h like full to the to the nines like i literally do not think i have ever even seen a copy that i can buy it's always on blu-ray and i watched it in 4k hdr and it's it was beautiful it was gorgeous and literally i was sitting there watching it i was like yeah we have no use for 4k like blu-rays anymore like 4k blu-rays literally I run 200 megabytes per second in my my house, and 4K like Blu-rays literally have just already been phased out. It didn't last five years. It legitimately did not last. Well, let's call it seven. It did not last seven years before we phased that thing out already. And they're already starting to push like 8K content on us. But like we we've achieved too much with video. Like 4K is just easy peasy lemon squeezy. Um. And I know I was supposed to be talking about trailers. And this got way out of hand. Because now I'm talking about Monsters, Inc. Then I went to Pirate of the Caribbean. Now I'm talking about 4K. If you don't know what 4K is, that's okay. You're stupid. <laughs> um. <laughs> um. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Uh. <laughs> if you uh, So... What I'm trying to get at here with this Monsters Inc. thing is Disney Plus has opened a world. Like I watched Shang-Chi last night, man. Disney Plus is opening a world of content up to us. And they're making their originals are solid. Like uh Falcon and the Winter Soldier was good. Um, uh wanda vision was good. Uh Loki was absolutely phenomenal. If you haven't seen Loki, like you're out of your mind. Um what if is literally my favorite show of this entire like generation? Like what if is one of the coolest shows I've ever seen in my life? If you haven't seen it, trust me, make it to the end and you'll thank me. That show is absolutely nuts. Um, And so I'm thinking to myself, Monsters at Work has to be good. Like they have to have like really brought it home because this is important. Like I, I I need you guys to know. I need you the 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 Disney people to know. This show wasn't for the children. This show was for me. This show was for the the 20-year-old like I I I I was there when the monsters inked, you know? I was there with Boo and with uh Waternoose, man. I I I was the guy. Not these not these little 4-year-olds, these little Fortnite kids. They're not the ones watching these shows, man. It's me. It's me. So you got to make that show. That show has to be, especially after Monsters University, that show has to be on level 10. Because I'm expecting the same quality. I'm expecting all, all of it to be at the same caliber. And let me tell you right now. I stopped that show five minutes in because it was not. That show is a travesty as far as like like to call it a disney it's a disney show it's not a disney pixar show cuz let me tell you right now pixar would roll over in their graves even though they're not dead but pixar would um, like it is a insult to the animators who created those characters and who animated them in the movies because the animation is garbage i have never in my entire life seen such trash animation in from from disney in my entire life like literally like i think they i think they made a movie about a kid with a bat that talks they made that movie with miley cyrus about a a dog that's like super fast bolt i think i have never ever in my life seen a movie with as bad animation as that show monsters at work is one of the greatest disappointments of my entire life. It literally took like five minutes. And I was like, this isn't, this isn't at all like on the same level of even Monsters Inc. And it's so sad. It, it very clearly got the, oh, let's hit it with the ugly, like, this is just for kids stick. Cause kids don't, kids don't care about animation. But this is a story, like, this is a, an era of Monsters, Inc. that I genuinely, like, wanted to know more about. Like, I wanted to see the the after. But I can't swallow you literally putting in 0% work. Like, the animation is absolute trash, dude. And it's because it's made for children. And you're probably thinking to yourself, wow, this 25-year-old is actually roasting Pixar because they made an animated movie or an animated show for children. Yeah, I am. Sue me. Sue me, but I feel like for how much Verizon pays monthly, <laughs> they deserve better. <laughs> but, like, literally, like, I watched, I watched all of, like, I'm I'm watching billions, millions upon millions of dollars of content. Like, I've seen what their originals can produce. And they're going to tell me that they couldn't animate this show? Like, it... You hit it with the ugly stick, man. You didn't think that this was going to be as important as it was. Like, Monsters, Inc. was one of the most influential movies of my time, aside from, like, Shrek. I loved Monsters, Inc., man. Put that thing back where it came from. Dude, my ADHD set on fire when I watched Monsters, Inc. I could not get, like, half of the things they say in that movie out of my head. uh, Literally, I kid you not, like, I would hear Mike Wazowski's, like, scream in my dreams that's how that's how bad it was and they hit it with the ugly stick man they hit it with the oh it's they hit it with the this is what i call it they hit it with the disney channel stick they hit it with the with the penguins of madagascar the tv show stick and you know exactly what i'm talking about the penguins of madagascar watch madagascar then watch the penguins of madagascar it's terrible it's because they don't have enough time which is really funny because like you're not on a time frame with this show on disney plus man you can release this whenever like, I'm still going to be a subscriber as long as you have the Pirates of the Caribbean movies on there. And I said Caribbean because I'm not trying to get roasted, but it's Caribbean. Like, I'm watching Mando. I'm watching Boba Fett. I'm, I'm here for Obi-Wan. Like, you didn't have to rush this show, man. But no, it's because it's just for children. It shouldn't have been. This was my movie, man. These kids don't know. These kids don't deserve Monsters, Inc. Let, let them keep their, their their Baymax and crap, you know? i'm not saying in any way that baymax is crap i haven't seen that movie and most of you probably your jaws dropped i'm like you haven't seen that movie listen i was at a point in my life where i wasn't i wasn't into animated stuff i was watching cool guy stuff like game of thrones uh cool guy stuff but i know better now i've seen i've seen korean movies and uh (laughs) I'm not going to get to talk about Dune at all. I'm not going to get to talk about Dune at all in this episode. Um. <laughs> so, yeah. Disney, you can go to hell. Because Monsters at Work was a travesty. And you, you're a lunatic if you think I'm going to sit there and watch that entire show. Do, do me a favor. Make a movie. Make it better. Release it on Disney Plus because I deserve it for free. I don't want to go to the theater. please like there's a pen there's there's a pandemic going on man chill out okay exclusively in theaters you can go to hell uh I'll pay I'll pay $25 to see it in my house not 30 mind you not 30 you they're probably starting to do this all like oh only in theaters you know why you know why they're only doing it in theaters cuz they were probably like man when we release it on Disney Plus nobody watches it and I'm like yeah dude cuz it's $30 it's thirty dollars, man. I'm I I'm not insane. Like Black Widow, cool. There was anticipation for two years, but not thirty dollars worth of anticipation. Like if I'm paying thirty dollars to go see that movie, like that you realize that's more than like like it's just me and my wife guy. That's more than a ticket for both of us. But like I'm not having like seven people watch it with me, even though which is really funny because I actually watched it with like seven people. Uh <laughs> And I didn't even pay for it because of my cult, my cult house, like uh, the leader paid for it because, you know, we we make the muffins and he he runs the cult and rents the movies and, you know, pays the bills. So, like, it was a cult house, dude. Like, what do you I don't I don't really understand, like, why you need more explanation than that. Oh, man um last trailer i want to talk about cuz we're still 30 minutes in talking about trailers for some reason um but this one actually like is the only one that i watched that i'm like actually super excited for if you haven't seen the trailer for Hellbound do it uh it's a Korean movie that's going to be releasing on Netflix i don't know when um but it looks rad like it looks dope it looks like something i would watch like genuinely in theaters um but uh One of the things I love about this trailer already is you can see, it's like exactly what I was talking about with Squid Games. Um, Koreans take a story that over here in the US would probably be a different way. Like in this case, I think it's about like demons uh, and like people get their, the day of their death prophesized and then the demon shows up and kills them. That's a very straightforward, like, like, you know, concept. Like it's, I mean, we basically did that with Bird Box already. Um, But, if you watch the trailer for Hellbound, you can tell that there's a whole different aspect to it because it's not just about like, oh, let's escape the demons or we have to like fight the demons or like it's not like, oh, it's a survival movie or anything like that. No, there's a human aspect that you can already see is going to be a huge part of the movie. And literally when I read the synops- the synopsis, uh, I don't know why I kept trying to say synopsis, Uh, But when I read the uh, synapses, I was literally like thinking to myself, like, nah, like this movie sounds boring. This movie sounds like something I've seen before, like Bird Box or anything like that. Like, I'm not going to watch this trailer. I'm not even going to give it the time of day. And today, right now, I decided to watch it. And it was that human aspect of it that where like humans start turning on themselves because of this whole like demon, I guess you could call it demon pandemic. Um, And essentially like, it that that there that human aspect is what makes korean movies so unique and so like awesome to watch uh, it's what made squid games so big um is like you can sit there and watch watch those movies and watch those shows and literally be like yep like a hundred percent this is how our society would react in these situations like i can a hundred percent it's one of the things that uh, made black mirror so good is every single episode you could be like yep this is definitely something i can see a lot of people get behind and that's one of the things that's going on with hellbound and because of that like i i'm super excited for this movie now i wasn't before because reading the synopsis it doesn't do it uh justice um it definitely looks like it's more than a monster movie uh i'm excited for it fine i'll talk about dune for a little bit i can't really i don't have a lot to say about it other than the fact that it was gorgeous Dune was gorgeous. Um, if you haven't seen, um, cause w- one of the reasons I was like, so I had so much anticipation for Dune. Uh, and yeah, if you're wondering, I did just like segue into Dune, like in a matter of seconds, like I-, I-, I need to do this within the next like five minutes. Um, but the thing about Dune, one of the reasons that I was so excited about Dune is Dune has had a history in Hollywood. Um, obviously David Lynch made one way back in the day. Um, that wasn't very good uh the, i mean it, it doesn't it didn't look like it was very good it i mean it was in the older times which dune is definitely something that i feel like vfx are a huge part of um so i mean like i feel like at the time that david lynch made it we were very obsessed with like oh like we can start doing things with computers but in live action movies it didn't look that great it's why we have like old school like star wars stuff um like um what you call it's like, um, the prequels their VFX aren't really, I would say like, like you can watch movies like the prequels of star Wars and be like, wow, the VFX aren't even as good as like the originals. And that's because of the fact that the originals, like when the originals were made, like when uh, a new hope was made, there was a lot of like practical VFX that were going on that like, sure took a lot more work. But when it came down to it, when you were trying to like make these shows, these or these movies, sorry, um, they ended it ended up looking a lot better, especially with like space stuff. And a new hope is definitely a testament to that. But one of the bigger testaments, uh, I guess somebody who did it better or showcase that a lot more was. Um, Stanley Kubrick with 2001 Space Odyssey. And the reason I bring up Space Odyssey is because um, and this is all going to tie into Dune, I promise. If you haven't seen um, the documentary Holderowski's Dune, uh, go watch it. It's actually super interesting. But one of the reasons I was so excited for doing this, because Holurowski, um, he's this Chileno uh, film director. And he's like, he's like one of the film directors who's like, like, he makes stuff that's weird. Like, he's part of that community of filmmakers. Like, you know, like, Gabe at the Halloween party when he, like, released his, his, his little scary movie where he just followed Oscar's grandma around or something like that in the office? That... It's kind of like that. Like, he's basically that, where it's, like, just psychedelic and trippy and all that kind of stuff. So, Holorowski took on the project of Dune. He wanted to make um whatever his name, something, Hughes, Dune. Um, but he wanted to make it, like, on the big screen. And he wanted to make it, like, ten hours long. And it was going to be psychedelic. It had sting not sting it had um mcjagger in it it had orson wells like this he had an entire book that was enormous uh filled with um he had um geiger who did a lot of the artwork and a lot of the design on um alien the alien movies um he got that guy to do um to to help him out with like the artwork and get like everything ready so that they could make this movie and the book was enormous like inches like like i want to say you look at the book and it's probably like a good almost six inches thick of just artwork so this movie and like literally panel by panel like he this guy made the movie just not on film like this guy laid out every single shot and every design every character the whole thing like it was ready to go but it was going to be 10 hours long it was psychedelic as hell and it wasn't something like he was pitching a like art house movie, like, and when I say art house movie, I'm not talking about like A 24 four stuff. Like he was pitching a like, like this movie m- might not make sense to Hollywood, which if we all know, Hollywood's obsessed with making movies that make money. And I would not have gone to see a ten hour long movie in theaters. I don't even know if I would have wanted. Like my dad definitely wouldn't have let me watch Holodowski's doing in, in even in, at home. <laughs> like judging by how like this guy has made his movies in the past like gore like violence um like sex is all like a big thing in in those people's like we in those people's like toolbox and this dude was definitely making this like some crazy crazy movie that you were just going to be watching and it was like he was he was saying like he always talks about it he was like my movie was going to change lives my movie was going to change humanity uh and honestly i believe him i believe that this movie probably could have given me like psychological issues (laughs) because watching it i'm just like like watching holorowski's doing the, the documentary i was like dude this guy like this guy might be a visionary or this guy might be nuts either way i would love to see like that movie i would love to see what the finished product would have been um i don't think it would have it would have been like widely known or like revered i think it definitely would have been something that very very like it's kind of like like a clockwork orange is very very like as close to like that as i think you can get without like but like hollywood still accepted it and like the movie industry still accepted it but like a clockwork orange i think is right on the edge and I think Kolarovsky was trying to take that to another level. And the reason he wanted to do that, and this is why I bring up 2001 A Space Odyssey, is because he felt the time was right. Like, you could do that because of the VFX, like, techniques that were developed in 2001 A Space Odyssey and Star Wars. Uh, He felt like the time to do um, Dune was right then and there. Uh, Which I agree. Like, that would have been a perfect time. It definitely, like, computer times was not the time to do it. Now is the perfect time to have done dune which is why i was so excited about um denny's um denny v- Viano. i don't know how to say his name man i don't know how to say his name denny Viano. um i that's why i was so excited uh, about his dune is because one like we saw what he did with blade runner 2049 gorgeous gorgeous movie uh and another armas please marry me um <laughs> sorry wife uh spouse um i know they are please marry me um but like gorgeous movie the art design was incredible like it just it definitely had this like dystopian like futuristic kind of view to it which is you know something that we had in the first blade runner but also something that denny made his own and that's what denny does man that's just what he do he's a very visual guy and he makes things he understands the assignment essentially and that's one of the things that I love about him and Hans working on Dune is that they understood the assignment. They understood that, like, like the Fremen, the Fremen, if you haven't seen Dune, go watch it. You're an idiot. Um, You know, blah, blah. Um, But the Fremen, they worship like the sandworms aren't just sandworms. They're not just creatures like whales or anything like that on their planet. They are a form of like like God. They are a living God on the planet. Um, you know, they refer to them as, like, Shai-Halud, uh, or Shai-Halud, I don't know how to say that stuff, I'm trying my best, but, it, like, you can see that there's, like, this enormous respect, not like it's to a king, Uh, it's kind of like it's a god, you know, because, I mean, when you look at something that enormous that's about to eat you, and it's, like, eating the sand beneath the ground, it is literally moving the earth, like, of course, like, that's a god right there, and... Hans Zimmer and um, and Denny understood that assignment. And so any time like the whole movie, like everything is enormous. Everything is on a different level. The soundtrack takes it all to a different level. Like when we first see we first get introduced to one of the sandworms, we don't really see the entire sandworm, but we see its power when it sucks up an entire like uh, ship. Like we see a ginormous one, like huge, enormous ship. Like uh, the, the 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 spice collector thing in game and it just gets eat up by this worm, and already like the visuals, Denny understands like this visual has to be nuts. Like we have to, you have to be seeing like literally, it is eating the earth and taking this with it. Like it is enormous. You are literally looking at it, and all you can feel is awe but then Hans Zimmer comes in and understands the assignment to the to 150% and understands that it doesn't need to just look like a god it needs to have a presence it needs, the presence of it needs to be holy and his soundtrack definitely did that um even for the entire movie like the movie isn't about like religion or um like it it, it isn't about like um any sort of, like, religion or anything like that, or, like, it isn't about, like, you know, it does have, like, weirdly, like, this whole messiah figure in it and everything, but the soundtrack and the storyline and the, like, everything about it, Denny and Hans did a very good job about, and, like, everybody involved did a very good job of making everything feel like, like, although you're watching literally just Timothy Chalamet, like, in the desert, there's something enormous about this there is something like it, i can't explain what it is but like he could literally just walking through the desert running away from a sandworm or anything like that there is something like powerful about every single frame of these movies like scenes we've seen before in like other movies like a king being betrayed uh in this movie it'd, it'd be duke duke atreides uh, or duke leto getting uh betrayed by um dr ua Like, scenes like that, like, they did small little things that took it to a different level. Like, it just, I can't really, like, even put my finger on it, but these are scenes we've seen before. Like, these are themes we've seen before in other movies, and yet for some reason in this one, because of the way that they just played it out, everything feels just so much more intense when you're watching it, and... But also, you just can't help but, like, have your jaw open. Like, I, every single shot, I was just like, oh, my God. Like, you didn't have to go 100% all the time. And Denny did. Denny said, nope, I'm going 100% all the time. Because every single scene in this movie means something. And that's one of the things that I think is a problem for people with... Uh, for people who are making movies based on books, is every scene has to mean something that you cannot like with a movie, especially like Dune, how big the book is and just how big the world is. You can't make one movie and cram everything in there, which I think him going for two movies, even just right off the bat. And then wanting to do a third movie is a perfect choice because the problem that a lot of people have is this. It's kind of like, like twilight is a pretty big book and the first movie was pretty garbage probably because of the fact that the director slash you know person who made the movie is garbage um but like essentially like movies like um what's another one the hunger games was okay like the divergent series like in general like people for one like they just get treated with this like ugly like oh it's for teens stick um but for the most part like a lot of times movies like these um like dune they end up just having way too much information and you end up trying to play catch up the entire time. Um, and the movie never feels like it really moves on. It just feels like it's it feels like it's trying to establish something and it never feels like it's like it's progressing. Dune with this one, they they made it in a way that like you feel like you know enough to understand what's happening throughout this. Like it's a very people who are confused by it, like I don't understand that. It's a very simple storyline, and we've seen it a thousand times before. But the way that Denny and Hans Zimmer, and I keep saying Hans Zimmer because the soundtrack—I've said it i have said it before, and I'll say it again—the soundtrack to a movie is one of the most important parts of that movie. Like you cannot have a bad soundtrack because your vibe, your the feelings that you were going for—they get lost in translation. Um, it, one of the more recent ones that I bring this up o- over and over again is, um, um, Shang-Chi. And if you haven't seen it yet, it's on Disney plus go watch it. And if you haven't seen it yet, you're a moron, uh, Shang-Chi, uh, at the end of it. And this is a huge spoiler at the end of it. There's a giant dragon that comes up and, um, he comes up out of the water, but the soundtrack is like, not like there's a dragon in front of you. And the soundtrack is just like, oh yeah, it's a dragon. So, so what? Like it's, it, the, the feelings that you feel visual, like when you watch it visually get dulled out by the soundtrack, all of a sudden you in your brain think, oh, this isn't as, I guess, epic as it, it, I think it is. Whereas in Dune, <laughs> the minute a sandworm comes out, the soundtrack takes you to this other level of like, holy Christ, holy Christ, holy Christ. Oh my God. Is that a gigantic sandworm? Uh. And that's one of the things that makes me a humongous fan of, of of um Hans Zimmer is like that's the magic of it is he he manipulates your emotions through these soundtracks. And when he's paired with a great director, like, I mean, he does a lot of work with Christopher Nolan, but with one of my favorite pair ups right now is as Denny with Hans Zimmer, because when he when he pairs up with him, like they take it to a different level. They both understand what they want to do. And I love it. And it's one of my favorite things about Dune. Like, I can't get it out of my head. Every once in a while, i just start screaming at the top of my lungs. And my wife understands that it's the Dune soundtrack. And that's just it. Uh, She asked what I wanted to be for Halloween. And I said, I want to be a Dune sandworm. Uh, (laughs) I know I said I wasn't going to talk about Dune for that long. uh, But I guess I did have a lot to say about Dune. It is a fantastic movie. If you haven't seen it, uh, go watch it. It's on HBO streaming. Uh, cause hBO is beautiful. Um, but yeah, I think I'm super excited for the second one. Uh, it's a it's kind of a slow burn, so don't be expecting like anything insane in this one, but it definitely it feels like something greater is happening, and I like it. I like it. Um, I like movies that take this kind of like normal concept or not normal, but just kind of like concept we've seen before. With, like, betrayal and, like, kings and all this kind of stuff. Like, it's nothing Game of Thrones hasn't shown us, but the way that they made it takes it to another level that makes you feel like there is something definitely more powerful at work here. And I wanna know more about it. And that's what's reeling me in for the second one. And that's all I have to say about that. Um, Go check out the Hellbound trailer, go watch Shang-Chi on Disney Plus, even though I just uh, spoiled it for you, Um, and watch Dune. Even though I just spoiled it for you, if you haven't seen any of these movies, you're a moron. That's just it, guy. I'm sorry, um, but yeah, um, I will. I will catch you on the flippity flip, my guy. I will catch you on the flippity flip. Follow me on Twitter at Uh You can, you can, you can do it all. Um, tweet me if you think any of my views on, on any of these movies are wrong, or if you want me to talk about something. Tweet me if you want to be a guest on my podcast. Tweet me. I'll, I'll, I'll put in your AirPods. I'll talk to you. I don't care. What, what are you five? Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, hasta luego, I love you, uh, share this with your mom, bye! Oh, and I didn't hit the, oh, and I didn't hit the space bar, so it didn't pause, wow, wow, and I'm an idiot, see ya!